3 and beginning at verse 1. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. And by the help of the Holy Ghost this tonight, I want to minister on this thought a well-needed conversation, a well-needed conversation. Let's put down our Bibles, let's lift up our hands and our voices, and let's call upon the name of the Lord. Dear Father, we love you, Jesus. We thank you, dear God, for another opportunity, Lord, to stand in your house. Dear God, and to call upon your holy name. We thank you, dear God, for access to your word, dear Lord, that will instruct us, that will lead us, and that will guide us to the path of eternal life, dear Lord. Dear God, we want to take heed to your word, dear Lord. We want to apply it to our lives, dear Lord. Dear God, we want to trust in you and believe in you with all of our heart, mind, and soul. We give you all of the praise and all of the honor tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. And everybody say amen. Oh, praise the Lord. You can be seated tonight in the house of the Lord. Well-needed conversation. You know, there are just some things and just some, some conversations that are unavoidable, that has to be discussed, and that just have to sit down and put things out in the forefront and get it all out there on the table and begin to hash away at things. Uh, you'll find out that for years, people, there are certain topics that people do their best to try to avoid and try to get around because a lot of times they're very controversial. And there are some things that people are not comfortable with talking about, they're not comfortable with thinking about, and they do their best to try to avoid it as much as possible. But I'm going to tell you tonight that there are just some things that have to be discussed. There are just some things that we cannot avoid and that we cannot get around and that we just have to put it out there on the table and we just have to let it be known. And you'll find out that Jesus understood that, amen, as this man named Nicodemus who was a ruler of the Jews he was a man of the Pharisees, and he was a ruler. And that they, he came to Jesus by night, amen? And it's very obvious why he came to Jesus by night. 
And that was is that he didn't want anyone to see him with Jesus. And that is because it had already been discussed that anyone that believes in this man named Jesus and anybody that confesses him is going to be kicked out of the synagogue. And so to avoid any kind of conflict and to avoid anybody seeing him, he came by night. I'm going to tell you, some will say, well, at least he came. And you know what? That is true, that at least he came. But I'm going to tell you something. It is important, amen, that we must come out of the shadows, amen, and that we must not try to serve Jesus in secret, amen, but we must put it out there for the world to know, amen, in whom we believe in, in whom we trust in, and who we are relying on tonight, amen. I just got a word. Anybody trusting in Jesus tonight? Anybody got a made-up mind that I'm not going to stay in the shadows, amen? But I'm going to come out of the shadows, amen? And I'm going to let it be known, amen, in whom I am trusting in. I got news for you. I'm not going to leave it to the world to just come out, amen? But we're going to come out tonight, amen? And we're going to let it be known that we are ton talkers, amen? And we are one God people and that we believe in the power of prayer, we believe in the word of God. We believe in the power of the Holy Ghost. I believe that Jesus is God manifested in the flesh. Amen. I just want to let that be known. There's no more hanging out in the shadows. We got to come out and let it be known that we're walking with the Lord. That we're standing on his word. We're standing on his promises. Nicodemus was trying to keep that thing undercover. And um, it had already been discussed that whoever confesses of this man is going to be kicked out of the synagogue. You'll find out that in, in reading scripture, you'll find out that there were some of the Jews that the Bible says that they believed. And, but they would not confess, amen, because of this, because of fear of being kicked out of the synagogue. And I said it before, I'm going to say it again. You know what? Let the world exclude me all they want to. Amen? Let them kick me out of their clubs and out of their groups. You know what? That doesn't mean anything to me. Amen? As long as my name is written down in the heaven, as long as my name is written in the Lamb's book of life, as long as when it's all said and done, amen, that I'm on my way to heaven. See, I got, listen, I got the in-sky scoop, amen, tonight, amen? This world is not going to last always, amen. And so your clubs and everything else and popularity and status, all of that is going to fade. All of that is going to pass. And only what is going to last is what you did for Jesus Christ, amen. Did you believe his word, amen? Did you believe the gospel message, amen? Can I tell you, I want to grab a hold of the word of God like never before in these times that we're living in, and I want to have a made-up mind. It don't matter who turns their back on me. I know that Jesus won't lead me. I know that Jesus won't let me down. I know that Jesus will take me through every step of the way. So he came in secret. He didn't want anybody to know. It was nighttime. And he came. The Bible says that he referred to Jesus as Rabbi, Master. He said, we know thou art a teacher 
come from God. He said, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. You'll find out that there were some things that Jesus really wasn't concerned about. Amen? That Jesus did not address any of the things that he mentioned, but that Jesus got right down to it. Amen? He got right down to what was important and what needed to be discussed and what Nicodemus needed to hear. And Jesus made it very clear. He told him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And so he is making it very clear that Nicodemus, you need to be born again. Can I tell you something? We need not to hold punches, amen, when it comes down to it, amen. We need to talk about this born-again message, amen. We need to discuss this gospel message, amen. We don't need to get caught up in discussing everything else and talking about everything else. But I'm going to tell you, there is only one thing that people need, amen, and they need to be born again, amen. They need to hear the truth of God's word, amen. People don't need to hear 12 steps on how to get rich, amen. They don't need five steps of a better you, amen, because without the Holy Ghost, there is no such thing as a better you. The Holy Ghost is what makes us better. The Holy Ghost is what makes us talk right, makes us walk right, makes us good citizens, amen. You are not good on your own, amen. For in this flesh dwelleth no good thing. There is none that doeth good, no, not one. I'm no good without the power of God's word and without the Holy Ghost in my life. So there's no such thing as a better you without God. I gotta get God if I'm gonna get better. Amen. I need the word of God. I need the power of the Holy Ghost if I'm going to be a better individual. And so Jesus did not get caught up in all of the, the fluff that Nicodemus, amen, came with. We know you're a good teacher come from God. No man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Jesus did not waste any time. He cut to the chase, amen. He understood there are some things that needs to be talked about, amen. There are some things that needs to be discussed. And I'm going to tell you the most important thing that we need to be talking about and I need to have an ear for is to hear how I get my name written down in the heaven, amen. How I become a part of the family of heaven, amen. The truth is, I can accomplish a lot of things in this life, and it will mean nothing, amen, if I did not repent of my sins, and if I did not go down in the wonderful name of Jesus, and if I did not yield myself as a little child, amen, and lift up my hands and allow God to fill me with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. It doesn't matter what I accomplish in this life. Doesn't mean that I'm not trying to accomplish anything. Doesn't mean that I don't have goals. Doesn't mean that I'm not trying to take care of myself and take care of my loved ones. Of course I am. But I understand, amen, if I'm really going to take care of my loved ones, I'm going to put this truth in their hands and let them know what 
good does it profit a man or woman if they gain the whole entire world and lose your soul you gotta remember it's about your soul friend and where your soul ends up for eternity friend you can gain everything but there ain't no amount of money amen that is gonna cause those pearly gates to be opened up unto me there ain't no status amen that is gonna cause me to hear those words well done thou good and faithful servant it ain't to the joy of the Lord the only thing that is gonna cause that to happen is if I come to an old apostolic altar and repent of my sins if I go down in the wonderful name of Jesus in water baptism and give God control and let God fill me with the Holy Ghost it's the only thing that's gonna matter Nicodemus had a hard time understanding what Jesus was talking about. He had a hard time understanding. He misunderstood what Jesus was speaking of because his response to what Jesus was telling him that you need to be born again, his response was, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time? to his mother's womb. Now this is his response to Jesus saying, you need to be born again. And he misunderstood what Jesus was talking about. Jesus was talking about a spiritual birth that needs to happen in each and every one of our lives. There is no one, amen, that is excluded from this, amen. We all must be born again, amen. There is no, listen, I need the power of God. We all need the power of God. We need this born again experience, amen. And Nicodemus misunderstood what he was talking about. As so many did, amen, in Jesus' ministry, that he stands and he begins to talk to them and tell them, listen, I am the bread that came down from heaven, amen. He said, if you eat of my body and if you drink of my blood, he said, you will not die and that you will not thirst again. They misunderstood what he was talking about. They thought he was talking about cannibalism, amen. That's not what Jesus was talking about. Jesus was saying this body is going to be broken, amen. This body is going to be beaten, amen. It's going to be crucified. Blood is going to be shed, amen. And I want you to know that whosoever, amen, believes, amen, in me as the scripture has said, amen, out of his belly is going to flow rivers of living water. But they misunderstood and they walked away, throwing their hands up in air saying, these are hard sayings. Who can understand them? I'm going to tell you who can't understand them. It's the carnal mind amen it's the natural mind that can't understand the words of Jesus but you know what I want to do I want to lift up my eyes and ask the Lord to open up my understanding that I might understand the scripture because this is one thing we can't miss amen this is one thing we can't lose out on this is one thing we gotta hit the mark on we gotta get this amen gotta understand it Gotta understand it. Gotta understand it. Gotta understand when he's talking about seed, amen. And the sower going out and sowing the seed. 
Got to know that he's not talking about agriculture. Got to know that he's talking about the seed is the word of God. Amen. And you'll find out how does the seed, amen, how does he try to sow it in our hearts? Through Bible study, amen, through the preached word, amen. And it's important, amen, that when that seed is being sown up, I got an open heart saying, Lord, fill me up, Jesus. I got a receptive heart to your word. I don't want to have a stony heart, amen. See, because the devil, amen, he's relying on you not to understand the words of the kingdom, amen, because all he wants to do is come along and scoop up that word, lest that word gets down in your heart in the Bible that calls it that engrafted word that is able to save your soul. He know this word is able to save. It is able to deliver, amen, if it'll ever get a hold of you. And so he don't want it to get down in your heart. But I got news for the devil tonight. It don't matter what you want, amen. I'm grabbing a hold of the word of God and I'm letting God's word get down in me where I will begin to bring forth 30, 60, 50, 100 fold. I don't know anybody else, amen, but I want to produce, amen, good fruit tonight, amen. That's what the word will do for you. If you let it get down inside of you, God's word will change you for the good. They misunderstood. They misunderstood that he was talking about the seed, which is the word of God, and how that it fell on certain grounds, which were certain hearts that were not receptive to the God's word or that received God's word for a little while and that after an amount of time because of the cares of life and the, the pleasures of other things that the word began to get choked out of one heart. And then there was another heart that received that word with joy, amen, but after persecution for the the sake of the word, amen, and the sake of this gospel. That's going to come, amen. Listen, it's going to come, amen. People are going to spike. People are going to hate you, amen. Family are going to turn on you, amen. And the devil is going to try to use those things to get you to back up and turn around. But somebody got to let the devil know my roots run deeper than that tonight, amen. That I don't have a shallow relationship with God. I got a real walk with God and my roots are running a whole lot deeper than that. It don't matter who walks away. It doesn't matter who turns their back on me. It doesn't matter who ostracizes size me. Doesn't matter who no longer talks to me. Amen. I got a hold of this thing. Amen. And if it's just me and God, so be it. It'll just be me and God. Amen. I got my roots down in this thing. Amen. And I refuse to allow the devil to pluck me up. I refuse to allow the devil to uproot me. I refuse to lose my experience in my walk with God. And so they misunderstood. And listen, there's nothing wrong with not understanding. None of us just woke up understanding this word. But the problem is, is that when we don't seek out, and when we don't try to understand, you'll find out that after he told that parable of the sower, there were those that just walked away and no doubt thought he was crazy, thought that it was out of his mind. Just 
talking about what, what, what good is this seed going to do? What, 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 is, what is he talking about? And the disciples, they hung around and they said, we, we want to know what you were talking about back there, that parable. And then he began to break it down and to explain it to them. There's nothing wrong with not understanding, amen? The question is, do I desire to understand? Can I keep coming, amen? Can I keep knocking? Can I keep asking, amen? Can I keep coming to God, amen, until I get revelation of what he is talking about, amen? I'm going to tell you something. I didn't always know, amen, that Jesus was God, amen, but you know what? I kept searching, amen, kept digging, amen, kept reading, amen, kept listening to the preach word of God, amen, and then all of a sudden it went off, amen. There ain't no two gods, amen. There ain't three gods. There's only one God, amen. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Come on, without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, honey. That's talking about Jesus Christ, who is the word of God, amen, that was made flesh. Can I tell you, you might not understand everything, but keep on coming, keep on praying, keep on asking, keep on seeking, and God will give you revelation and understanding about his word. And so Nicodemus needed some understanding. And the wonderful thing about Jesus is Jesus knows how to break it down for us, doesn't he? He knows how to break it down just a little bit more to help us to understand. The Bible says that Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except the man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. He said, That which is born of the flesh is flesh, that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. And so he lets Nicodemus know this born again process, this, 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 this spiritual birth that needs to happen, that he needs to be born of water, and then he needs to be born of spirit. I'm going to tell you something. It's amazing what people will come up with when they read this verse. Amen. They'll, they'll, they'll use all kinds of things and all kinds. I never knew that you could twist this verse. Amen. But I've heard and I've seen people twist this verse. Amen as they are thinking from a carnal standpoint, amen. Can I tell you something? It is very clear what Jesus is telling us, amen. He is telling us that we must be baptized in the water and that we must, amen, receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, amen. There is no misunderstanding that. There is no twist in that. Matter of fact, he has given us the requirements, amen, of how to enter into the kingdom of God. Can I tell you, nowhere in the Bible will you read about somebody signing a card. Nowhere in the Bible will you read about them shaking a hand. Nowhere in the Bible will you see that they confess with their mouth and believe in their heart. Friend, they got baptized in the name of Jesus and they got filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. And if they did it, that's what we gotta do today in the year of 2020. Amen. Friends, signing a card is not good enough 
shaking her hand is not good enough. What I got to do, I got to repent of my sins and I got to go down and water baptism in the wonderful name of Jesus. And I got to be filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. Anybody excited about the gospel message tonight? Anybody excited that you understand how to get in to the kingdom of God? Acts chapter 2. We're going to see in the book of Acts the fulfillment of John chapter 3, verse 5. Acts chapter 2, beginning at verse 37. Now, a wonderful thing has taken place. It's Pentecost, and that God has poured out his spirit for the very first time the way he said he would through all of his prophets. And there's 120 in the upper room, and he has poured out his spirit upon them. And there are those of other nations that have gathered, amen, there for the feast. And they hear what is going on. They hear this, and they begin to wonder what is happening. And then they begin to mock, amen, and begin to say that these men are filled with new wine. But Peter stood up, amen, and began to declare, these men, they're not drunk as you, are, as you suppose, amen. In other words, he let them know they ain't been drinking on no hard liquor, amen. They, that ain't what they, they're drunk on. He didn't deny that they weren't drunk, amen. He just said they're not drunk as you suppose, amen. Because I'm going to tell you, if you ever got a real dose of the Holy Ghost, you know what it will do to you, amen. I'm talking about the real Holy Ghost, amen. Not talking about that jibber-jabber. I'm talking about the real thing, amen, that you know God's got a hold of me and I can't control myself. Can I tell you that's how it needs to be, amen. I need to lose control, amen. I need to allow him to take control of this unruly member, amen, and cause this tongue that is known for cursing and known for bitterness to begin to praise and magnify the almighty God. Can I tell you, God is still in the business, amen, of filling people with the Holy Ghost. I know they said it was just for them back then, but that's a lie from hell. God is still pouring out his spirit today, and I got news for you. If you need the Holy Ghost tonight, before you can leave here tonight, you can lift up your hands and lift up your voice, and God will fill you with his spirit. Verse 37 is where we pick up after he has preached Jesus to them and has discussed all the things that they did to Jesus and how that it was declared that they would. Verse 37, after they heard this preaching, amen. Now this is the kind of response that should be towards preaching, amen. This is the kind of response. Verse 37, now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Now let me stop there and let me show this is the fulfillment of what 
Jesus told Nicodemus. But I want to point out, amen, that when Peter started talking about uh, being baptized, he didn't talk about, he didn't say be baptized for an outward sign, amen. He said be baptized, and he told us what the reason baptism was for. It was for the remission of our sins, amen. That means that if I'm not baptized, amen, then my sins remain. No wonder Jesus tells us, amen, in the book of Mark, amen, he that believe in is baptized shall be saved. You know why? Because when I get baptized, all of my sins are washed away, amen. As far as the east is from the west, it's not an outward sign, amen. It is a situation of salvation that I am baptized in the wonderful name of Jesus. Anybody glad for the day that Jesus washed away all of your sins when you went down in the wonderful name of Jesus? And I got good news for you tonight. If you've never been baptized in Jesus' name, before you leave here, you can go down in the name of Jesus and have all of your sins washed away. Everything that I've ever said wrong, everything that I ever did wrong, everything that I ever thought wrong, it all gets washed away. And it's not to be remembered any longer. God says I don't remember it anymore. I'm going to tell you something. That's a wonderful thing. The Bible tells us he told them to repent. Be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And so the Holy Ghost, it is a gift. It's not something you got to beg God for. It's already yours. You just got to receive it. You just got to unwrap it. Amen. I liken it to you going down on Christmas morning. Amen. And there's a gift with your name on it. Amen. And you never do anything with it. You don't unwrap it. You don't open it up. You don't have to beg for it, amen. It's already got your name on it, amen. It's already sitting there waiting for you. You just got to receive it, amen. Well, I got news for you. The Holy Ghost already got your name on it, friend. You just got to come to an altar, amen, and lift up your voice and lift up your hands and receive what God has for you. Receive it with faith, amen. You can't buy this with money. Amen. What did Peter tell oh Simon? Your money perish with thee. Amen. You can't buy it with money. You got to purchase it with faith. You got to come and you got to lift up your hands and lift up your voice and say, Lord, I surrender to your will and to your way and let go of that tongue and let God fill you. Let God fill you with his good spirit. So he goes on and he begins to tell them, for the promise is unto you, to your children. That's for them there, right? It's unto them. It is unto their children. But listen, this is where people get hung up because they'll say, well, it was just for them then. You know, God, you don't need the Holy Ghost now. Um, and my question is, who changed the formula, friend? God established his church. In the book of Acts, amen, Acts chapter 2 is the beginning of the only church that Jesus started. Now, I'm going to tell you, if Jesus didn't change it, amen, don't talk to me about what somebody else came up with, amen. 
and how they undid things and how they rewrote things. I read what the Bible tells me that we ought to believe God rather than man. Amen. I read what the Bible tells us. Let God be true and let every man be a lie. Now, I'm sorry that may go against what some people believe, but I'm just standing on what the word of God says. And tonight I choose to believe what God says. Amen. I don't matter. It don't matter. Amen. What society has adopted as Christianity. Friend, if God didn't start it, that's not what God wants, friend. God intends for you to be filled with the Holy Ghost. God intends for us to be baptized in his wonderful name. It doesn't matter what, amen, they have adopted as Christianity. I'm standing on the truth of God's word, amen, and that is the apostolic message. That is this Pentecost experience. Somebody, if you're glad for good doctrine, you ought to lift up your hands. You ought to lift up your voice. You ought to let God know, thank you for showing me truth. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for delivering me. Thank you for revealing truth to me. This is how we know it's for us today. For the promises unto you and to your children. And to all that are far off. Even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Last time I checked, God is still calling, friend. God is still calling. God is still sending that invite out, friend, for us to come. Amen. What did he tell us? He said, come, all ye that labor and that are heavy laden. Any heavy laden people tonight, amen? He said, come, all ye that labor and that are heavy laden. He said, and I will give you rest. He said, and that it would be rest for your soul, friend. I got news for you. That rest is not him telling me to prop up my feet, amen, and sip on some iced tea or some lemonade, amen. But let me tell you what that rest is that we can enter in each and every day, amen. Matter of fact, I hope we enter into it before we leave here tonight, amen. Let me tell you what that rest, amen, is. It's the power of the Holy Ghost. Don't you know that there's still a rest for the people of God? And it's not a physical one, huh? It's a spiritual one. I tell you that in a world that is full of chaos and confusion and that is unraveling at the seams, God will give you rest in the midst of all of that. And it's the power of the Holy Ghost that I can enter in each and every day. Amen. I can enter into that place of rest where there is renewal, friend. There is strength. There is power to help me throughout my day. He goes on. and He begins to tell them that With many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. This is a crooked generation that we're living in. Then they that gladly received his word was baptized the same day. There were added unto them about 3,000 souls. So 3,000 souls believed that day. It was added unto the church that day because they took heed to the word of God. What God told Nicodemus, amen, they fulfilled this, amen, in the book of Acts, chapter 2. A conversation that must be had. 
It is well needed, amen. Can I tell you something? Shame on people, amen, that are not giving people the truth and that are not telling people the truth, that are talking about everything else other than the truth of God's word, amen. Can I tell you something? God is not pleased. God wants people to know how to enter into the kingdom of God, amen. And it's a conversation that we cannot avoid. It's a conversation we cannot tiptoe around. It's one that has to be had. Amen. You'll find out on the day of Pentecost, they were misunderstood. They misunderstood what was going on. And Peter knew this is a conversation that has to be had. Amen. You got to know what this is about. Amen. You got to know we are not crazy. Amen. And then we're not losing our minds. It's amazing the amount of people that look at the way we worship, amen, and the way we talk about God's word, and they'll think that we're crazy. But, friend, we're not crazy. This is how God wants us to act, amen. This is how God wants us to worship. This is how God wants us to praise. This is how God wants us to magnify his wonderful name. The last time I remember, the church is not some cemetery, but the church, we are supposed to be lively stones. Our hands are supposed to be lifted up. Our voices are supposed to be raised. We're supposed to be excited about Calvary. We're supposed to be excited about the blood of the Lamb that washes away every sin stain. We're supposed to be excited about it. You'll find out that all throughout Scripture that this, this pattern is found. Water and Spirit. In the book of Acts chapter 8 Philip goes down to Samaria, and he preaches to the Samaritans. And they are baptized in Jesus' name. Later on, the apostles come, and they lay their hands on them, and they are filled with the Spirit. They're filled with the Holy Ghost. It doesn't stop there because it goes to Cornelius and his family and his friends. Gentiles, amen. We ought to shout about that, amen. Because if nobody is Jewish in here, amen, we ought to shout about it, amen. Because the truth came to the Gentiles, and that's why we're here tonight. We were engrafted into this wonderful promise and these blessings, amen. And I don't know about anybody else, but I'm excited about it. Cornelius and his family, they were there. They were waiting. They were anticipating what Peter was about to tell them. And Peter showed up and saw the crowd of Gentiles, and he said, I perceive God is not a respect of persons. Aren't you glad that God don't have favorites? Aren't you glad that God don't show favoritism? Aren't you glad that God wants to save everybody? Amen. God is in the business of saving all. He's not excluding anybody. Amen. He's got his arms open wide telling everybody to come. Amen. And while Peter yet spake, friend, the Holy Ghost fell on each and every last one of them. And then he commanded them to be baptized in the wonderful name of Jesus. Friend, you can't get away from this. This is how we get into the kingdom. This is the only way we get our name written down in the Lamb's book of life. It's the only way. It didn't stop there. Some will say, well, you know what? I've already been baptized. I've already been baptized. You'll find out that the question we're going to ask you is how were you baptized? Because you'll find out that I talked about how that, by and large, Christianity was hijacked, amen, 
and that they changed a whole lot of things that Jesus Christ started over time. How he established his church and what he established it with. They hijacked Christianity and they changed the formula. And so you'll find out that by and large, many baptized in titles, Father, Son, Holy Ghost. And what they do is they take Matthew 28. You know something? We're not afraid of Matthew 28 tonight. Amen? Let's turn to it. Matthew chapter 28. We're not afraid of it. Matthew 28, and we're going to begin at verse uh, number 18. Matthew 28, verse number 18. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Now you'll find out that Peter on the day of Pentecost told him to be baptized in the name of Jesus. Now, is this a contradiction to what Jesus was saying here to do? No, it wasn't. These men had a revelation of the name, amen? Focus on what the Bible is saying. He said the name. And these men who understood that there's only one God, amen? They understood, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. They understood who the, who the Father was. They understood who the Son was. They understood who the Holy Ghost was, amen? They understood that Jesus, amen, is the Father, amen, and that Jesus is the Son, and that Jesus is the Holy Ghost, amen. We already find that out, amen, in John 1 and 1. In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And that Word that was God, in verse 14, tells us that Word became flesh, amen. And so, there you go, Jesus is the Father, amen. We know that Jesus is the Son, amen, because when the angel showed up to Joseph, he told Joseph what the interpretation of Isaiah 7 and 14 was, what Emmanuel meant, and it meant God with us, and he said, you ought to name this baby Jesus, amen, and I got news for you, Jesus is the Holy Ghost, because Jesus said, I will not leave you comfortless, he said, I will come unto you, can I tell you tonight, they had a revelation of what the name is, we got the revelation of the name, and the name is Jesus, friend, you get baptized in the wonderful name name of Jesus. Colossians 3 and 17. Whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus. Whatever you do, if you pray over your food in Jesus' name, you get baptized in Jesus' name. If you pray for healing in Jesus' name, you get baptized in Jesus' name. Let us remain standing tonight. Had a revelation, friend. Need a revelation tonight. Need some understanding. It's a conversation that needs to be had. Got to talk about these things. Got to discuss these things. And God has such a wonderful promise for us. It's a wonderful thing to go down in Jesus' name. 
and baptism and have all of your sins washed away. The Holy Ghost is the greatest thing that you'll ever come across. It's the greatest thing you'll ever receive. There are gifts, amen, that gets old at the time, with time. They begin to rust, begin to fall apart, begin to fade. But I found out that after being in this thing for some years, that the Holy Ghost never gets old. But that it takes you from glory to glory, friend. And it keeps you in times of need, in times of trouble. The Holy Ghost holds you together. Amen. And I'm going to tell you, we need that more than ever. We need the power of God. Let's lift up our hands and let's lift up our voices. I got news. Listen, if you need the Holy Ghost tonight, you can be filled with the Holy Ghost. If you need to be baptized in the wonderful name of Jesus, don't leave without going down in the name of Jesus. Amen. And having all of your sins washed away as far as the east is from the west. Come on, let's call on him. Dear Father, we love you tonight. We thank you, Lord, for your grace.